Right, Merrimack falls to Wisconsin tonight in the Badger Showdown by the score of 5-4. to four. With us is the head coach of the Warriors. We should say, first of all, if you hear some music in the background, it's because there's a wedding going on here back at the hotel. But, uh, Mark, uh, I know we'll, we'll talk about some of the things that didn't go so well tonight, but uh, you have to be very happy with the heart your club showed in coming back in the third period. Yeah, no, you know, I thought it was probably the best 60 minutes we've played on the road all year long. Um, you know, they're a good team. I mean, this is a team that... Uh, to put 95 shots on UNH in a two-game weekend and only gave up, I think, 33. So, um, you know, we played pretty well. It helps when you get off to a good start. Um, you know, if 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 there was a turning point, I think that second period just kind of wore ourselves out and also made some pretty big mental mistakes. But, um, no, our guys played very hard. Um, if we play like that on a consistent enough basis, we're going to win road games. They out attempted you in the first period, something like 25 to 8 or 25 to 9, but uh, you guys blocked a lot of shots, uh, forced a lot of shots to go wide, and, and took advantage of the chances you had in the first period. It was a pretty good first period to play on, on the road, especially in a building like this. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's unfortunate, but um, shot stats in college hockey are a waste of time. Um, you know, I'll much. I much prefer to do the eye test and, and with that, and uh, I thought, you know, yeah, I thought we, we had some chances. Uh, as did they, but I thought it was more back and forth than that, you know. So, uh, whatever the shot chart said, the shot chart said. I thought it was a good first period on the road. Yeah, I thought that especially in the first period, uh, you guys did a nice job of, of the physical play, uh, going after their guys and doing what you needed to do, especially on the penalty kill. And then maybe in the second period, it seemed like you got away from that a little. You know, we took a penalty early in the period, and then uh, it took some steam out of us. Um, and then it just seemed to snowball from there. Uh, you know, they did a better job. Kudos to them. They did a better job in the second period of getting on us a little bit, hemming us in our zone. Uh, I thought we got caught out there tired more often than we would have liked. Led to some penalties. Um, and then, you know, their two goals, uh, five on five goals in the second period. One was a breakdown where, you know, our defenseman crashes and our, our lock guy doesn't do a good job of picking up his guy and end up finding the guy in alone. And then their fourth was really uh, upsetting to me just because, you know, we, we've worked very hard to eliminate net front goals. And, and uh, you know, their guy had a second and third chance off of it. Joe did a good job on both of them and then uh, ended up banging in an empty net. So, um, you know, we could have played better in the second period for sure. But I can tell you this, you know, in between the second and third period, you know, there was a feeling in that locker room as, as we were talking about what, what we needed to do that we were going to get the job done. That's existed in a, a couple times this year. Not every road game, but a couple times this year. And uh, I thought that really carried us into that third period. And, and uh, there was a belief that we were going to get back in this game, and, and we did. Yeah, even before the goal by Chris Barton that made it 4-3, uh, you guys were carrying the play there in the third period. Uh, did you get a chance to see what happened on, on that play? They reviewed the goal and, and ultimately decided to count it. Yeah, I thought I thought Bart's he had he had Stefan on the weak side. I thought he was gonna Bart's he's got good vision. I thought he was gonna find him, and he actually made a good play. You know, we've talked about putting more pucks on the net, and he actually shot it. Uh, Goodmanson got a waffle, uh, got a blocker on it, and it, I think it hit his guy and went in the net. Uh, that's that's all I saw. It. So we really didn't have any concerns. We thought it was a good goal, and uh, you know they went upstairs because it's the right thing to do. It's a protocol, but yeah, it ended up they gave us the goal. And that seemed to give you even a big, uh, greater lift. Uh, you got the fourth goal uh, shortly thereafter, where uh, you know Stefano had a great opportunity in the second period, got turned away on the breakaway, uh, but uh, he, he came back in the third period and got the tying goal. 
Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Stefan did got better as the game went on, really got stronger. Um more and more chances, you know. We we had meant to talk to the guys about going upstairs on Goodmanson early, uh and I think in the second period when he had that breakaway if he had it all over to do over again he probably would have gone upstairs. But uh he didn't make any mistakes about it in the third and um and then actually hit a knob on one of the power plays too, so um, you know, he got robbed once but he made that one count. And then uh, they got the power play opportunity and took advantage of that. Uh, the, uh, did you get a chance to see what happened on the penalty call? Um, I did. You know, um, I, I wasn't happy with taking an offensive zone penalty uh, late in a shift. I just thought we needed to be smarter than that. You know, when, in order to get points on the road against what everyone has to understand is a very good Wisconsin team, um, you know, you really you don't have to play the perfect game, but you have to play smarter than I thought we played at times. And that goal was a real backbreaker, and, um, you know, we've got to be smarter than that. And then you go into the final minute of play, you pull the goaltender, you had the power play, uh, the six-on-four opportunity, and uh, uh, you sent out, I think, with about 15 or 20 seconds to play, you sent out uh, Justin Bonatotibus to take the draw. Uh, He'd been doing a nice job all night on faceoffs for you. He had been. You know, the first faceoff was to their goaltender's left, and, um, you know, Cooch and, and Jesse and, and Stefan can all take those draws. And um, I believe Stefan actually took the first one. Um, we won that one as well. Um, on the other side, you know, Justin's probably our best guy. And I thought that, hey, if he could win it back to Steph, now Steph can walk. And really, he, we did. He won it, and Steph walked, and the guy ended up getting a stick on it. So, um, you know, w- we need to do a better job of being prepared to shoot the puck faster. Um, and then if if we're not finding that second wave guy, and I just you know we I don't know how many shots we ended up with 30 something. We very easily could add 40 tonight if we were more prepared to shoot the puck. So uh, it's an area of uh, that we need to improve upon. But um, again, if we put that type of effort and performance, uh, bring that most nights, we're going to have a lot of success. I thought this was an unusual game in that you won two of the periods. And in most games, a team that if the team wins two of the periods, they're going to win the game, and, and that actually didn't happen tonight. No, you know, I, it's, a, it's an interesting. Uh, that is an interesting stat. Um, th- that second period really it took a lot of wind out of us, you know. Uh, and then you're trailing by two, and you're going in the third, and you, you're, you've already expended a lot of energy in the second period, killing penalties and just defending as we had to. And then, uh, you know, you crawl back into it, and hey, you know, I. I there are no moral victories, and, and, and I know people out there have heard me say that before. Our guys were very upset. If you, if you were at the game, you'd have seen them visually upset after that game because we believed we had a chance to win it. Um, but you have to really tip your cap at how hard our guys played. Um, and, and uh, you know, we, we took a step forward tonight even though we lost the game. How did you think that this Wisconsin team compared to North Dakota? Um both good teams. I mean, I thought Che Genoway was the best player we've played against to date. Um, you know, and, and you know, it's unfortunate that they've been without him for as long as they have. I think it's changed their season to a certain extent. Um, I didn't think that any of their defensemen were were that were as dynamic as Che was. Now, granted, he's a senior, and those guys are a lot younger. Um, I th- I thought they were a really good hockey team. Um, probably better as a defensive core. Um, I didn't think they had a guy like a, a, a Danny Cristo or, um, you know, Jeffrey was pretty quiet tonight. Yeah. You know, he's probably that guy, and, and for whatever reason, he didn't 
have the type of game that, that maybe you expected them to. But I thought North Dakota was a little, little da- more dangerous up front. Well, I know you have one more non-league game to play tomorrow. You're going to play Ferris in the uh, in the third-place game, as it turns out, of the tournament. Uh, but this non-league schedule with the, the games that you played, uh, we'd like to see more of that in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, we would. You know, I mean, we're just kind of finishing up next year's schedule, and there's some, you know, we got to dot the I's and cross the T's on some of those games. But we were ready for this year, and um, it was a step we needed to take, I thought, as a program. And, you know, it really paid off in the beginning part of the year with the streak we went through, and I'm hoping that this Wisconsin trip will have the same effect. All right, thanks, Mark. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it.